here I am trying to create my own magic with these women. But I realized that, number one, I was getting burned out of the whole retail. I was recently engaged. I knew that I wanted to have a family. Mm -hmm. But I also knew that I didn't want to give up my career. I also knew that I was really good at what I did. And I had established an incredible roster of stylists and designers and showrooms and a clientele that that wanted to work with me. And I didn't want to give that up. Mother Jumpers is a podcast for mothers ready to jump into what's next after motherhood. As mothers, our focus is to raise our children and give our energy to others. It's an amazing and big job, one that comes with some amazing highs and some challenging lows. Somewhere along the way, a gnawing voice gets in our head, calling us to find something else, something that inspires us to find our passion, follow a dream or make some money. Weekly, we talk with women who have successfully navigated the jump from motherhood into a career path that has given them a sense of personal fulfillment. And we have candid discussions on the why, the how, the good and the bad, the ups and the downs, with stories that inspire, inform, and motivate mothers hoping to make their own jump. Welcome to this episode of Mother Jumpers. I'm very excited to have a local businesswoman here from Los Angeles, Gina LaMana. Welcome, Gina. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. You're welcome. Um, Gina owns this amazing boutique that is like my current obsession (laughs) um, called Spool Boutique, and she curates the most amazing... Contemporary lines. Thank you. Selection of contemporary lines that I literally want about 30,000 pieces from, but I, I have to restrain myself. So Try owning the store in oh, yeah. the back of my house. I don't know how you... I mean, literally, every hard. every picture on Instagram, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Okay, stop. I got to stop. I know. It's hard. It's a... It's a it's a love-hate thing. A lot of my friends and clients, it's a love-hate thing that they I, have with I me. really feel that right now. Mm-hmm. Not that I fully appreciate you and what you're doing, but like... I'm like, I can't stop. Okay, no, this is cute, you know? Well, we're good like that, though. I'm really yes. good and very honest with my clientele. I'll be like, okay, what are we talking about? Like, what's your what's your budget this week or this month? What's your lifestyle like? And we kind of work around that. And I'm very like, all right, well, if you have this amount of money to spend, let's focus oh. on these few pieces versus the one fabulous piece for $1,000. So we're okay. really good with that. You know, helping you. Good, I know that now, so I'll make sure to tell you well, as we I'm go really along. Honest, you're kind ready. of like a stylist with um, actually a whole clothing boutique in your, you know, in it's your Reggie Touch Guest House. Yes, yeah, that's it's amazing. Yeah. So, okay, Gina, thank you for coming. Um, for having me. So, as you know, Mother Jumpers were here to inspire other women, mothers that are trying to find the next chapter in their life. Um, can you tell me a little bit about your family, your children, and what you did prior to having children? Okay, of course. I'm a mother of two. I have two little girls, six 
and 10. However, my 10-year-old, I feel like she's going on to be 15. It's challenging right now. Oh, no. (laughs) You're giving me a glimpse. Okay. Um, And heavy debates every day. Oh, At 10 years old. All right. Which has been a challenge. But um, prior to me creating this this buy, put, and only concept, I was a wardrobe stylist. Actually... Let me rewind a little bit more. I've yeah. been in fashion retail since I was 16 years old. Ah, cool. So, yeah. Where did you work? I My very first job was at my best friend's mom consignment shop before consignment shops were even a thing. Uh, back amazing. Back in South Jersey. They had, a, they had an incredible one in Philadelphia. And then she'd open one up down the shore. And I w- would work there part-time. And the next thing you know, I think by the time I was 17, I was managing this little consignment store oh. and every day it was like Christmas with these beautiful collections come I really learned about various designers and you know women in general and their lifestyles and so that kind of was my 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 start of yeah. fashion ever and I went to school at FIT in New York oh nice which was good which was really good but then I came out here and at the time um I wasn't sure what I wanted to do but I actually fell into a relationship with a gentleman that was in production and TV, and, which led me into a wardrobe styling position. So it just it. kind of happened organically. And I was a wardrobe stylist for, oh my goodness, quite a few years. Okay. Burned me out. Uh, a lot of commercial and... Yeah, I've heard. Yeah. It's really Full tough. disclosure, it burned me out. Long hours, a lot of attitudes, mm. high, high maintenance. Managing a lot of like personalities. Various personalities and yeah. whatnot. And I worked my tail off. However... Having that job led me pretty much to where I am today because being a stylist, you you pull from various stores. Obviously, you can pull from the big stores like Barney's and, and Neiman's, but there was a few small specialty boutiques that I used to pull from. Pull from. They were my go-tos for when I was doing a shoot. And there's this one particular store in Santa Monica that I absolutely loved. Which one? It's called A. Mason. I feel like I've seen that before. Okay. Which I ended up falling falling in love with the owners and we kind of developed a wonderful relation. Next thing you know, I'm working with, I'm told them that I was burned out and I'm done. Started working with them. And, uh, next thing you know, I'm in a business partnership with them, mm. which worked out beautifully. And we worked together for, Oh gosh, I'm sorry. I keep looking blanking on the years. No need on years. It's okay. Six, maybe six years, seven years, about six or seven years. With that being said, um, I started getting burned out on the retail storefront end too. Were you working like every day, I was all weekend? Every day, but I was doing everything: the sales, imagining the buying, everything. That's okay. what you do when you run your own business. Sure, you take you wear all the hats, right? Whether it's customer service and merchandising and dealing with the everyday clientele. And what I'd recognize at the time is we survived. The business survived on our loyal clientele. We were not surviving by the looky-loos at the walk-in traffic. They would come in, of course. Sure, they'd pick up a T-shirt or jeans, but that's that's not why we survived. No. We were surviving based on these women that we developed incredible relationships with that trusted us, that would come in and shop with us. But there were times where I'd be working with five or six women at a time. There's only one of me. Right. And there's five or six of these, you know, these girls that are coming in. They need all your attention. And I'm, like, running around, like, okay, and this, and they have an event coming up at the Oscars, or they're doing this. So... Here I am trying to create my own magic with these women, Mm -hmm. but I realized that, number one, I was getting burned out of the whole retail, retail storefront type thing. Um, I was recently engaged. I knew that I wanted to have a family, Mm -hmm. but I also knew that I didn't want to give up my career. I also knew that I was really good at what I did, and I had established an incredible roster of stylists and designers and showrooms and a clientele that 
was amazing. And, and they I wanted want, to work with you. That wanted to work with me. And yeah. I didn't want to give that up. So I just kind of started thinking about things. I was like, wait a second, what can I do? Mm. What can I, can, how can I do this without having the overhead and having a retail storefront and dealing, you know, how can I, how can I switch it up a little bit? Sure. So, and have a family and be a great wife and have kids. And, and be available for and, everybody. Right, available. right. So I had a really great idea, a very big, grand idea. Mm. However, when I put the numbers down on paper, it just wasn't going to happen. Mm. So I thought, okay, well, maybe that will be my goal. So maybe I should start off small. So my my um, fiance at the time, who was husband and now ex-husband, um, we were house shopping. We came across this little house, and it had a detached guest house. Mm. And that's where I was like, you know what? You know, had a kitchen and everything. And I said, you know what? You know what? This is maybe what, maybe I can create my concept. You know, create this beautiful space, like a boudoir-type dressing area for women. Right. It's not my grand plan, but let me see if this has momentum. Let me see if this is going to work. Mm. So that's what we did. So we bought this little house. He helped me renovate this little space. You've seen the space. It's beautiful. Thank you. I want to live there. <laughs> know, right? Um, but the, I have to say, though, the first two and a half years, I literally had a recycled couch, mm. my my original desk I have in there, and ugly um, rolling racks. I still had the kitchen in there. So it was bare bones. Sure. My, my beautiful garden didn't even look like that. So for the first two and a half years, I was seeing clients selling things out of boxes and dressing my clients and they just didn't even care. So it really kind of evolved into something really beautiful. Obviously, um, it took some time, whatever, but that's basically how school was born Um, on a smaller scale. Yes. But it, the, you know, I told all my clientele what I was doing. I remember it was when I, when I parted ways with um, a Mason, I think it was like in April we they moved we were moving to Abikini before the Abikini boom and I, uh, I didn't think that was a good idea mm. even though the rent was really cheap right and that's when I knew this was the perfect time for me to exit because I, I didn't think it was going to be a good a good transition for the store because mm. we were on we were on Montana for nine years and had a beautiful reputation it was a great yes. street at the time I loved Montana back in the day right exactly so I was a little hesitant about Abikini so I moved them over to Abikini I think I lingered for a couple of months to do the transition and then I and then I moved on okay and at first I remember a lot of my clientele and people saying oh of course of course I'm gonna follow you and I'm like well I really aren't you gonna follow me right follow me? <laughs> do you want to come across LA down you know exactly. during the day but you know what I they did and they I still have the same clients I've been working with for, oh my goodness, for 18 years. That's awesome. So it's, it's yeah, it, it definitely has, it's definitely been um, my baby and I call it my little utopia and we've created such a beautiful space for not only myself, but for my clientele as well. Yeah. My clients will bring their kids, which is quite lovely. I mean, you've seen the space. Like, Good to know. <laughs> like, like the other day, I had my, my babysitter was there. Yeah. My kids were home. Like uh. spring break, the last two weeks we didn't travel. So I had a lot of clients come in. Some of them had kids. Well, they went out in the backyard and they played my mommy, played dress up and shopped. Oh, yeah. So it worked out really nicely. But um, let me rewind a little bit. But anyway, so I created the space with also the intention to have the flexibility to be a mom because mm-hmm. I wanted to be the one picking up my child every day, giving them baths, making them dinner, giving them their homework and all that versus me working nine to six, these long hours and yes. having someone else take care of my kids. So 
I create a space, you know, to benefit my, you know, my lifestyle with my, you know, to have kids and, and a family and all that. Yeah. And it's, I feel like it's not easy to do this, obviously. I mm-hmm. mean, you, so how long has, has school been open at this point? 13 years. 13 years. 13 years. Wow. So you, and it's, I feel like it's interesting because given the, the retail world right now and all of these stores are, are, str- are they're struggling. struggling. It's mm-hmm. a really a sad thing to see, especially mm-hmm. if you're a person that likes to go out and try on things and see touch and feel, but you've kind of created this niche almost that is like, you can manage, you can control the, the people that come in and out exactly. and cur- curating this wardrobe or these amazing selection of, of items that it, it's really kind of amazing that it, it all worked out this way. I keep all my clientele in mind when I'm on my buy trips. Like I now know you. So when, and I'll, I'll Oops, get sorry, to Tim. I'll get to know my client, you know, my clientele's lifestyle and budgets and the brands that they carry and, and all that. So when I'm on my buy trips, I'm like, oh, you know what? Monica made like that, mm-hmm. so maybe I should get that for her for her and her size. So when it comes in, I'll show it to her. Right, I like it, but I always keep my clientele in mind. Um, but yes, the brick and mortar it is kind of sad. Mm-hmm. However, being a busy mom, as you know, we want easy, we want effortless. True. And my clientele—that's what they need. Who I don't have time to get. I mean, I have a good eye. I really don't have time to get dressed in the morning. Who does? I right? Mean, I don't. So, no. but I want things that I can just kind of throw on. I love to live in sweatpants. Full disclosure, love it. However, Me I too. like an elevated sweatpant look. Like I don't want to sure. look super sloppy, so I'll throw on my cute sweats with a cute shirt and maybe a cute blazer and Converse, and I feel pulled together. Not so. Yes. I'm ready for carpool or a school meeting. Yes. Or colliding with. Well, that's the thing. (laughs) I mean, you don't want to, as much as like, yeah, you can go to school, pick up in yoga pants. I feel like it's so cliche in a way. In LA, people just, they do it, but they don't. And people, some, I don't know, even people in yoga pants look amazing. I don't know. So it is nice. I personally feel good when I've escalated my look, even if it's still in tennis shoes of some sort, you know, a glittery tennis shoe, of course, for me. But um, I'm all about the tennis shoes. Me too. Converse and. But I'm also all about the third piece. The third piece can pull you together mm. like that. So sweatpants, ladies, if you're wearing sweatpants, a t-shirt, throw on that blazer, a little denim jacket or a moto, and it instantly pulls you together. Or a great crossbody yes. or something could really elevate your look. That's amazing. And I think this could be a whole side discussion when I um, on, for Mother Jumpers is like how to help women dress for that. Mm-hmm. That's that, one of our you know, yeah. specialties, yeah. I mean, I feel like you know when you start you a, a rep. You do. Maybe. Yes. Or pivoting into a new career. How about that? I have a couple girlfriends. I know that we're going to, I think, talk about that when you, when you first, you know, when you have your child, when you have your first baby, many women take what, three, three, four months off. Yeah. They try. Mm -hmm. Right. They try to, some of them are kind of like, Hmm, should I pivot into something new or, you know, go back to what I'm doing? Um, a lot of my clientele will come to me and they, they struggle like, okay, I'm ready for, I hate to use the word makeover. No, but, but they 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 need that whole new mommy makeover to feel good, and, they're, and you know they're starting a new job, and they want to feel good again, and they want to feel sexy and confident, and and all that. But that's one of my specialties. I'm really good with getting women outside their box, awesome outside the comfort zone. Sure, and I think that I can attest to that because I have a very specific uniform: skinny jeans, 
I'm wearing it right now. Oversized (laughs) top. That's got, I got a print on it. It's easy though. You know, in a flat sandal or tennis shoe, um, great blazer though. I do love blazers as well. And, but I think that's a look that can work for, you know, it's a heel for a business meeting or, yeah, it really is. And, but I do agree like women, I have friends that struggle with, okay, how do I put a look together? And it's great that you're also providing that service and you can help women. Right. We do closets too. Yeah. It's helpful. It's so, organization is half the battle. I've said this in a couple other interviews. I think I'm going to create t-shirts with all these different quotes like that people say, but I do believe so. Let's do it. I'll help you. Thank you. Oh, yes. Hello. I, I have all kinds of resources and connections. Let's do that. I, I think do. That's a great idea. And I want to do like shimmery iron-ons, you know, when we were kids. I think I'm a little older than you. But anyway, like I feel like even your ward, your, your closet, if it's organized and you know what pieces to put together, mm-hmm. you can get ready easier. Right. And in comparison to what you have, because I have a lot of women, including myself, yes. will say I have nothing to wear. Mm-hmm. Then you get a friend or someone like myself walk in. And then you get another eye, and you're like, wait a second, you have plenty of things to wear, but let me just show you a new way how to wear that beautiful print blazer, or right. let's step it up, and or maybe just need a few fun accessories to elevate it. So Accessories I love, especially. Um, and I, 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 I actually launched launched an e-commerce site uh, to sell um, accessories from around the world. My mother worked was a flight attendant flying to China, so we would go to the market and get all these amazing pieces for, like, nothing. Um, but then I had a baby and I was like, oh, I can't get on a plane to go to China. I have a three month old. So that right. kind of went out the window. Nonetheless, I still love accessories. Um, but I was going to say like, you're also good. Like I bought a skirt from you that I don't normally wear skirts cause I don't know how to style them. And I love the skirt, you know, and I, I'm, I think it's great to have that other viewpoint. Like, let me kind of show you something else that will look good, but you don't know would look good. Right. And it's baby steps, too. It is. You know, I like to introduce. And if you're not quite ready, not quite ready, but maybe the next round will work yeah. on it. So. And it still has to be comfortable, but, you know, you have to be comfortable in it. And you're great at doing that. So. Thank you. So, um, we can talk clothes all day I because know, I love exactly. it. We can. I'm sorry. <laughs> the trends. <laughs> and, um, but, so, you have Spool Boutique. Um, how have you, has it worked for you having kids with Spool Boutique? Has it worked for you as far as what you wanted to get out of it? It has its advantages and disadvantages working in your home. I'm sure many women or, you know, people that work out of their home, there's there's some disadvantages and advantages. Um, when they were younger, I feel it was a little easier Mm. because they were babies and I could throw them in the sling and I could go out and see a client. Most of my clients were baby friendly. Right. So they didn't mind if I had a baby in the sling while I I saw them and worked. Um, As they got a little older, they were very curious on where where mommy was in the office. Mm. So they would come running out. So that was a bit of a juggle because even though I would have a nanny helping me, a team, like people helping me that became a bit of a challenge because they would still run out and knock sure. on the door. And so in the beginning, that was a little challenging. Um, but I think I, I've been able to make it work because I do have an incredible team. I've had an, an incredible roster of assistants that have helped me through the years. Um, I had a great babysitter, um, and I've utilized all my resources you know, within my industry, industry, like if I'm working on a website or, mm-hmm. you know, contacting my, my resources where they could help me expedite certain things. Like we just finished our website not too long ago and I'm part of this Fashion Mamas community. I found my web developer in there. I wasn't able mm-hmm. to meet with her in person to go over what we were able to knock everything out via 
like out of our homes sure. and I have to kind of leave the kids or leave the business. So it's all about utilizing your resources. It's great. At least for me it was. Yeah, I think that helps a lot. And having good people. Yes. I've got really lucky. However, my, my right-hand person, Jamie's last day is on Friday. What? Yeah, she's moving back east. Oh, she's... She's probably not going to be happy. I mentioned this in the Sorry, podcast. Sorry, Jamie. She's yeah. so awesome. Thank you. I've Our... had her for almost three years. She's been great. Yeah, she and she just puts together some amazing looks, and she's got yeah, a good spirit. Good. She does. She's been, she's been my right-hand girl. So do sure. you have someone else? I do. Okay. I, I did hire someone else. Um, actually, two girls. So it's going to be a kind of, you know, two new girls. It'll be kind of in and out. Sure. So we'll, we'll see. Well, I, I have confidence it'll work out well for if you. Not, because I'm in there more than You can hire me. Right? Exactly. <laughs> I, have, I have a handful no. of friends who are like, I'm willing to open up boxes and right. take photos. Like, fantastic. So I have a great support system that can kind of come in if needed. But, yeah. you know, here's the thing. You know, I, I honestly, I was stressing when she gave me her notice four or five weeks ago. Sure. Because as you know, it's a very personalized, intimate space and working with women and, you know, clothing and closets and wardrobe, it's very personalized and very yes. personal, you know, it's a personal experience. It's out of my home. I have clients that bring their kids. I have very private clients. So I was like, oh my goodness, how am I going to find somebody that I'm going to get to that comfort level again? Sure. I know well, I will get there, but I thought, okay, well, if I can't. I was a one-woman show for six years. Mm. I ran my, I ran that business all by myself for six years. So, wow. I mean, I'm, I can do it again. I mean, things have definitely shifted and changed now with social media and e-commerce. It's yes. a whole new topic we could get into. Right. But that has been a whole new thing for me that I didn't have when I first opened. So if I have to go in and work eight-hour days and leave the kids in extended care at school for mm-hmm. a couple weeks, so be it. I mean, that's what founders do, right? You have to... I'm not above and beyond like checking in boxes or you know steaming clothes or anything like that sure. I, did it all. I did it all by myself you know, for the first couple of years so but it is hard yeah. to find well I people. think you yeah I think that's part of the battle is finding good people um being nimble and able to shift and maneuver around all the changes when you're a, a founder of a company or a CEO and everything and you wear all these hats, it's definitely hard. And I think this is part of why it's hard for women to kind of follow their dreams or, or pursue something that they want to create, and which is a lot of moms, I feel like, because they want to have something they can, can kind of have control over as far as their flexibility. Um, and so, you know, part of this whole discussion is what advice would you give to other moms that may have a great idea like you did, um, but they're not sure where to go or how to start? Again, utilize all your resources, Mm. um, seek out various communities. Like I'm part of, um, Hey Mama community and Fashion Mamas, which I think you and I briefly talked about. Hey Mama. Hey Mama. Mm -hmm. They have been an incredible resource for me. Um, again, like I said, for the first, you know, six, seven years I was on my own, but I've now been a Hey Mama member for two years. And since then I have met so many incredible women, either I collaborated with, or they've mm-hmm. been, you know, a mentor, so to speak, or I've been their mentor where I've helped them or guided them in a way where, Oh, you need, you need a business manager, you need an accountant, you need a web, web designer, you need, you need a manufacturer for your new brand. Right. Just utilize your research. You'll be surprised how many, you know, in your circle of friends who know somebody that can kind of help you that you can talk to, or you know what I've had on a handful of occasions, women DM me via Instagram to hear my story. Mm. How did you do this? I want to do this. Like, do you have time for coffee? 
And if I have the time, I will be more than willing to sit down and talk to any woman because I'm all about, you know, spreading love and supporting female brands and, you know, female businesses because I think it's really important because I was once there too. And I did too utilize all my, I went to like, I knocked on all my doors, like mm-hmm. every designer in showroom, like, who do you know that can help me do this? And I need a business plan. And, you know, if I do this, will you support me? And will you accommodate the minimum? Like I just ask lots of questions and, sure. you know, utilize my resources and within my network and circle. Yeah. So I would definitely do that. Like I have a girlfriend who has three kids. Mm-hmm. She's been out of the workforce for a couple of years, but she's, you know, she's getting antsy and she wants to sure. fit into a new career. So I just helped her recently connect with somebody. She has a business idea. So I'm hoping the two of them can kind of collaborate and kind of, you know, jumpstart something together. Yeah. And I think that's so important for this kind of, you know, motherhood gang that we all are part of. Is, yeah. It's, it's, and it's, it's, it's amazing to me that there's still this kind of, um, I feel like competitive, not competitive feel as far as, hey, you, you suck or I don't know. I just think there's still a lot of judgment in the mom world as far as how you manage your children. I agree with you. You know, did we talk about this when we first? No, I feel like I just had this conversation with somebody. Because, no, but I've had it. I just recently had it too. Because going back to when I first started, I felt like I was the only woman. You know, I was first couple years I wasn't a mom yet yeah then I became a a new mother and I was struggling Mm -hmm. because not only was I struggling working out of my home I felt somewhat isolated but I'm the only mom that's actually working Mm -hmm. and I felt you know up until just a couple years ago I felt like I was being judged because I couldn't make it to every I couldn't volunteer every week which I have done on occasion when I can yeah you know and I feel that there is there was some judgment but now with these new communities opening up like, Hey mama, these are moms. Yes. And they're encouraging us. Like, you know what? You can still follow your dreams. You can still do what you want to do and still be a mom. Yeah. You know, have the support. Yes, but it's okay. And this, it's okay to be a mom and to have a career and work. And, and there's a, there's a no judgment space. Yeah. And we're here to help each other. Exactly. And I, and that's kind of why mother jumpers was an idea I, I came up with because I struggled so much and I was like, I'd love to hear the stories of other women that have done something really cool that I'm like, wow, like Spool Boutique. Like I love fashion. I wish I could curate something, but I never wanted to work at a retail space 12 hours a day. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. It's just, especially with two kids that I find joy being able to pick them up from school and take them to an event or pretend to cook dinner, you know, but but yeah, I, I still think there's this tendency for women um, to say, just I think especially in the newborn stage, I think you know with breastfeeding and all this other stuff, there might be more judgment. But once you get farther down the path of motherhood, you maybe you get a little more softer, and I don't know. But it's just a joy to see all these communities coming together to support each other mm-hmm. and motivate and inspire. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and it's hard. And I find that again, the more people I talk to for mother jumpers, the more people say they they rely on their network for things or they're if they had an idea they'll share it with other people to see if people like it of course which is good yeah, yeah. of course and I even I've, I've gone to some of my clientele that I've been working with for years on you know ask their opinion and thoughts yeah on certain things and I'm kind of brainstorming about you know I say what do you think if I did this and like I remember when I was getting ready to launch a website a couple of years ago I got mixed feedback yes that's always hard which was like. interesting because nowadays every store has a website sure and I created the website not 
I wasn't looking to be like the next shop bop type stuff because that's not what we we're about. But right. I knew that I need some I needed some kind of online presence of the store, a little about me, Jamie, the brands we carry and what we offer. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting. I got some feedback from some of my very loyal clients and friends who were like, Yeah, I like it, but I think it may you may lose the magic of spool. Like what we love about mm. spool is that it's it's the hidden gem and it's it's private and no one really knows about you unless you're invited and a website may, you know, I deluded. I was like, well, yeah, maybe you're right. But then mm-hmm. I kind of thought more about, I'm like, I think I kind of need to do it. Mm-hmm. This is before we even pursued like an, I was really against Instagram. Sure. But now Instagram is my, it does better than my website. I was going to say, it's I crazy. feel like <laughs> you post something and then I'm like, oh, it, this is cool. You're like it's sold out already. Yeah. with it's, but it's, it's, it's insane to me. So now we're kind of focusing on the social media, Instagram mm-hmm. and versus we're still going to do our website, but it's not sure. going to be as big of a turnover every season because we create more revenue versus on Instagram than we do on, our, which blows my mind because if we had this conversation two and a half years, I'm like, no way am I doing Instagram. Right. It's not what we're about. Because it's all about coming to us or dealing with, it's all about the shopping experience. Sure. But now we've gained a beautiful clientele outside, you know, out of state and working with so many great women that I've never even met. Sure. You know, that we've developed this, you know, great relationship where we have FaceTime chats and, and whatnot. So Instagram, I definitely recommend if you're starting a new brand and want to, you know, get the word out there, Instagram. Yeah. For and- sure. And, you know, talk to I, I, we haven't we haven't gone down the influencer mm-hmm. thing yet. Sure, but unfortunately, we, we have not need to do that. Right. But again, um, when you're starting a new brand or a new, a new thing, we, we recommend that. Yeah, it's been highly recommend like get involved with a, a brand or an influencer to uh, you know share the share, spread the word. Exactly. Well, and I think with Instagram from a fashion perspective, it's it's kind of a, a no brainer to go there. And at the end of the day, you are running a business. You want to get it. I found you on Instagram. So, right. you know, and I, I think still going to your boutique though, is still that intimate experience. It's mm-hmm. just, I'm seeing what's there right, more than I would if I was, you know, of course. Well, we, Instagram again, like a website is easy. Sure. For online shopping. We all, right. That's why brick and mortars are kind of struggling sure. because especially moms, busy professional, like 90% of my clientele are busy professional moms. Mm. They don't have time. They don't even have really time to online shop. So what we do is we gather their stuff and we messenger, especially our local girls. Perfect. We just messenger their stuff over and it makes it easy. They get dressed up in their home and they play dress up in their home, whatever they don't want, they return. Sure. I love that. Yeah. That's always going to, I think, or thrive, especially in Los Angeles. We're actually getting ready to launch our, um, Stylebox membership. Ooh, what it's, is that? It's been two years in the making, but I recently battled breast cancer, so I had to kind of put it on the side for a little bit. But it's basically, it's basically, it's a um, VIP membership, your own on-demand stylist, and you get boxes throughout the year curated by us that you can, you know, kind of like a stitch fix, but more sophisticated Love and it. more curated sure. with, you know, contemporary nicer brands. And that's pretty much about it. Are you so, going to do it quarterly or monthly? Um, they, depending, there's going to be two tiers of the membership. So it depends. If you do the first tier, you, I think you get four boxes a year. But if you do the second, you get unlimited boxes. Like right now I have 12 members, mm. but I have a wait list. I had to kind of... That's a lot. Because to... I want to be a part of it every day. Like, And you know, sure. I want to curate your box. I'm not just going to be... I don't have the full team right now to kind of farm out like okay do monica's box and do right. jen's box like i still want to be involved in curating and getting to know my clientele and this was another way for me to 
expand my business without opening up another location because I've been approached to open up a sec- second and third locations. Mm. But I like going back to my big grand idea. I actually like what I did. I like that I'm small mm-hmm. and I don't really want to be bigger. Yes. I like my little space. And, but this is a nice way to extend our, um, our services outside of Los Angeles and, you know, in the comfort of your home and still right. have that on-demand stylist experience. Which is cool. I mean, I think, um, great for us moms. Yeah. And, and, and again, no, because you're, what moms. you're curating is really so beautiful. I respond to it. Thank you. A, a lot <laughs> too much. Um, <laughs> and I think there's something about this Southern California vibe that is really evident in, in the lines that you carry that maybe other people want to experience outside of LA. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. And people want to still have that curated, that personalized shopping experience, especially busy moms. Right. And yeah. most women want to support female founder brands. I'm hoping by the yes. end of 2019, we will be 100% female founder brands. I have a lot of local in New York and European lines, but I would say 85% right now is all female. So I'm hoping by the end of 2019, it's, I'll have nothing but female founded brands. That's so amazing. Are mm-hmm. you doing any PR for yourself? Because that's a great no. PR story right I there. Need, I need to. I need to do so much. I'll give you some ideas. Great. For free. <laughs> I just, yeah, I'm trying to we'll get out of here. But yeah, there we go. Oh, oh we do. I do a lot of snaps, snaps for that. Yes. And that, oh, going back to women with um, wanting to start a brand too, do a trade too. Mm. If you don't have the money or the funds to kind of pay whether it be a website person or... Right. I keep bringing up a website because I feel like everybody needs like a website. It's a starting point. It's, it's a landing starting page. point. Or a, you um, need it. A business plan. Yeah. Whether it's you're creating a fabulous baby product and you know somebody's having a baby, do a trade. Mm-hmm. You know? I yep. mean, I have one of my Hey Mama, Hey Mamas, one of these girls that I met through Hey Mama D, she's an interior designer. I love her. I fell madly in love with her. Just hired her recently. She started as a client and I just hired her to help me with my house, there's a few little sure. home projects. We're doing a trade, and it's that's, working out beautifully. Oh my god! So yeah, I'll definitely help you with some PR stuff because that's a great story about female-led mm-hmm. brands that you're going to carry all of those. That's an awesome story. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, very cool. Well, so what I also like to ask my guest is, you know, you, you're a mom. You you have this amazing business. You said you battled breast cancer. I did. Um. What do, you, what do you do for yourself to take care of yourself when you have some free time, okay, if that, you ever get any? That, that's a great question. <laughs> I was actually going to share it. I was going to throw this out there yeah. for all women. I think, or I know, I, I've been able to balance being a mother and having a successful business because I create time for myself. Mm. I always have. Sure. Whether that is go have dinner with my best friend. I, I, I make sure I go get a manicure almost every week at 10 over 10. That is my, even if it's for 25 minutes, yeah. that's my thing. And I work out. That is, if I don't have it, if I don't work out and have that one hour time, I, honestly, I can't function. Right. So I do, I make sure I take care of my mind, body, and spirit because I've realized and I see that even before I was diagnosed with breast cancer, I always, you know, took time for myself because I remember, I'm sure you've heard this, happy happy mommy, happy baby. Mm-hmm. I remember when I, when I had my first born, I remember my pediatrician, Dr. Jay Gordon say, okay, listen, happy mommy, happy baby. And I was like, okay, you know, so my former spouse and I made it, made a pact that we'd always make sure that we took time for each other as a couple, as well as separately, you go do your thing with your friends or 
travel or whatever it may be. Right. I, I need my girl time. I need my little skates here and there because that to me recharged me. So smart. So every week I have my standing trampoline or whatever it is. Every week I do sure. it every morning. I make sure I don't schedule any because con- you have to take care of yourself. Right. And and I make sure I also after you know I I'm off the clock from two forty five to seven p.m. Oh, that's good. I pick good. up my kids, and that's my time with my kids. And you ask them, they don't think it's adequate enough. But when you're running your own business, and now I'm I don't want to say I'm a single mom because my former from former spouse is an amazing we co parenting our children we have a great relationship. That's but great. It, it's all on me when I have the kids. So sure. I'm a single mom taking care of bath and homework five nights a week until he picks up the kids. That's a lot. But I feel more present when, I, when I'm able to, you know, take care of myself. Even if I go for a walk around the block, mm-hmm. pick up the phone and call my bestie or go brainstorm with a friend with a new business idea or be there for somebody else. Like sure. That to me has really helped me balance it all. That's good. You know, and have the occasional sweet treat too. <laughs> Well, that's very important. Oh gosh, yes. Wine Indo- too. Wine too. Yeah, you gotta indulge. I'm in the I'm into vodka gimlets lately, so Ooh, it kind of helps me. That's a good one. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to try that. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think I think moms struggle with how do they find that ability to block you out create, time. You have to create almost kind of like when you're married, right? Mm-hmm. And they say you got to make time for dates. Yes, and sex. you really do. You really do because otherwise you you. You can have a sense of disconnect with your partner, even yes. with yourself. So it's really important. You have to just, for me, if it wasn't on my calendar, it would never get done. Got it. So I make sure I have that standing date every week with my trainer or my trampoline class or make plans with my friends because otherwise. You wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it because I'm in the office all day. Yeah. You and know, when I work out of my house, if I'm not in my office, I'm doing dishes or I'm taking the trash out. Yeah. You doing know, laundry. You really and it's, it doesn't have to be, a, it's an hour of your day. No, I'm not saying every day. Yeah. But I think it's really important for women to an hour, two hours a week just to take that time. But whatever, maybe I don't care if you just close the door and read a book for an hour. I right. think it's really important to yeah. kind of reset and recharge. I so agree. That's helped me. Okay, for good. Sure. That's good to know. And I think it's, um, again, with as a mother, I think it's hard to justify, like in my mind anyway, I struggle. I'm like, oh, I'm going to yoga. I gotta Don't put my phone guilty. down. I know, and it, the guilt—the guilt is probably one of guilty. the biggest. I feel like emotions that mm-hmm. are get in the way. Because at the end of the day, how do you feel after you've done yoga? Great. I, right. Sometimes it's better than sex. And that, oh, right. So you feel great. So that transfers over to when you're with your kids, right? You feel right. good, and like that. I mean, that's for me. Like I always feel really good because if I don't do these few things, yeah, I go a little. Like, oh, and I'm not, mommy's not having such a great day. And, and they can see it and, and they, they can, can feel it. it. And it's not good. And you're not, you're not present with your kids and it kind of, I mean, that's just my own personal experience. So like sometimes my, my children will know like, mm-hmm. oh, mommy, you didn't go for a walk today, did you? Or, oh, wow. you know, or mommy's in a really good mood today. Like she must have did her trampoline class and she must have had a green juice because she's in a great mood. Wow. So they pick up on it. And you're teaching them that, that that's mm-hmm. important too. Mm-hmm. I Taking mean, care of themselves and. Also, you know, I have two little girls, so I'm also trying to let them know and instill them like, look, you can still be a mommy, yeah, and have a career and do it all, sure, as, as much as possible within within reason, you know, and you have to have some kind of balance too. Yeah, and I think I have two girls, as you know too, so it's just, it's so important for me to have them see me doing something outside of home because right now they, since I don't work that much right now, they're like, oh, you're you're always home and. I want them to, and I think it also forces my husband to have to be on more versus me being on all the time. Mm-hmm. 
So it's nice to have something else out there. We shouldn't there. feel guilty. Oh, yeah. That's it, probably my biggest sh- problem. We shouldn't feel guilt because it's... I mean, I just told you earlier, my six-year-old said to me last night after bath time, I was getting her dressed. She was like, Mommy, I don't think I want to be a parent. Mm. I was like, why is that, sweetheart? She's like, well, because you do a lot. Like, you're getting me dressed, and you buy the toys, and you got to make dinner. And then the tooth fairy, and she's gone down the long list. I'm like, it's a lot of work. She's like, it's a lot of work. It's making my head spin. I'm like, I know, but it's the best <laughs> job in the world. But it, yes, you're right. It is a lot of work. Yes. She's like, it's a lot of work. I don't think I want kids. I'm like... I said, I'll check in with you about 20 some years. Right. But I do, you do want to, I almost want to clap for your daughter because that's like an amazing observation that a six-year-old can come up with. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. She's pretty special. (laughs) Well, you're very special. Um, Is there any, you know, anything else you'd like to leave with the audience as far as advice or uh, something to kind of keep them motivated and, and moving forward toward the goal or dream? I'm all, I'm all about following your dream. And also, again, I, just ask lots of questions, utilize your resources, seek out the people in your network. And, you know, again, cold call or DM, I don't want to say cold call, who cold calls, but I mean, like, if there's no. somebody that you, you know, are inspired by or a brand, or even if it's an influencer or somebody, because everyone's on Instagram, who are we kidding, right? So right. DM them, send them a message. Mm. Uh, again, like, I, I'll get the occasional DM, and I have no problem talking to the women, like, hey, you know, this is what I'm doing, I'm about to have a baby. How do you, how do you get started? You know, I have yeah. a conference call next week with a, with a woman who wants to open up her own store. So we're going to have that conversation. So just DM, ask questions, reach out to people and follow your dream. Awesome. For sure. Thank you, Gina. This Thank was you. so great. Thank you so much. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mother Jumpers. I am your host, Monica Rolliter, a fellow mom looking to make a new jump. Mother Jumpers is created in Los Angeles and edited by Jason Crow. To become a part of the Mother Jumper community, please visit us at www.themotherjumpers.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Mother Jumper and Facebook at Mother Jumpers. I'd love to hear from you if you're a Mother Jumper and want to share your story. Or if you're looking to make a jump, please send us questions that we can ask on an upcoming episode. You can email me at monica at themotherjumpers.com. Also, share Mother Jumpers with your friends and family and leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much and have a great week of jumping forward. Jumping forward.